Hello everybody, Jim Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it is Tuesday. We had the uh, the Juneteenth break on Monday, and uh, so the markets weren't open on Monday. But uh, <laughs> Tuesday has turned out to be kind of a losing day all the all across, uh, you know, in all in all of the categories um, except for a few. And I want to show you that. But uh, Boeing really slid today. It uh, it really it it really moved down. And uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, the kind of thing that, uh, you know, I had Boeing and uh, boy, I tell you what, I sold it. Uh, I had to sell it. Um, here's the uh, market, uh, the, the market roundup. It's uh, in a confirmed uptrend. We're in a confirmed uptrend, but the NASDAQ was down. So was the Dow. And that was the big one. And the S&P 500. And what really happened, uh, I found out, was that Boeing was at the Paris Air Show and they were expecting to get a large order. And unfortunately, that went to Airbus. Airbus got an order from a company called IndiaJet, which is kind of a new startup, but it was 500 planes. And that is an amazing number of planes. They lost out on that. Now, you, as you probably know, um, Boeing got a uh, got a order from Air India, so that so they were expecting this India jet to order as well. They didn't get it. Uh, the news, you know, it just it just fell on that news. So it just uh, not not looking not looking good. Let's take a look at the live chart. Oh, that's the Tesla chart. Excuse me. Let's go over here to the uh, Boeing chart, and uh, you know that kind of you know that that sh oops that should tell the tale here. Take that off. There we go. Okay, so here's the Boeing chart, and if you look at the Boeing chart, you'll notice that it pulled back. I think you can see this. Hopefully, you can see this on the screen. Let me see that for uh, people that are watching on TikTok. This is the Boeing chart, and uh, what happened was, at the end of the day, Boeing was down 3.49%, uh, and it was significant. I mean, it came all the way down to the 21-day exponential moving average. Uh, which means that you know it triggered a sell order for me. I, I typically you know if it if it's going down and it doesn't bounce at the 21 day exponential moving average, I'm usually out of the stock. Why? Because, well, that's showing a lot of weakness. Now it may come back. We don't know, but definitely definitely weak here. So, you know, definitely not the kind of thing you want to be holding right now. And it was it was unfortunate because you can see by the list that I hold well wait a minute no let's get the right let's get the right slide up here there we go okay so this is my current holding list and you'll notice uh, Boeing is not on there <laughs> I sold it I mean I I just when it hit that 21 day line I was out of that I mean I just you know you just can't you know you just you just can't so I sold it on weakness. Um, probably not necessarily the best thing to do, but uh, one stock I want to show you though that I did I doubled down on today, and that was uh, Tesla. So Tesla's looking pretty good right now. I mean, uh, here's kind of my analysis of it. Hopefully you can see this. Um, you know, we've come up from the bottom, and it does look like I'm going to switch over to the live chart for Tesla just for a second. Um, and let's take a, let's take a look at that. Um, what I have on this chart is this dotted line here that I'm showing. That is the next line of resistance. It's at 313.90. Uh, so I think that you know if we move up to there, 
we'll be fine. Now let's take a look at the uh, at at, uh, at at this chart. Let's take let's take a look let's take a look at this chart um, for Boeing, and I'm just going to kind of go through it real quickly here. Um, you know, we had this beautiful pivot, and it was looking everything was looking great on uh, on 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 Friday there. Uh, as you can see, that's kind of where we you know that's where we saw it. It came all the way up to 221 very nicely and then it moved moved down to the 10-day line nice nice move on that 10-day line bounced up but today it came all the way down to the 21-day line so i'm afraid with the with the downward slope on the rores line and the n87 i'm afraid we're going to probably take a uh, um, uh, we're probably going to take a leg lower so i just sold it but i think we may go down as low as potentially all the way down here, we could we could go down to the bottom of the consolidation, which is about at 285. So, I did sell it, and uh, you know it's just one of those things. I I was I was touting it. The chart looked good. It looked like it was going to push past that resistance at 221.33. It did momentarily, but then it it pulled back, and boy oh boy, that was it. Uh, you know, it was just uh, it was just too much for it. Um, one stock I do I want to also talk about here today is Tesla. Kind of a different story with Tesla. Here's the chart that I have for Tesla. As you can see, um, we have that resistance at uh, you know we, we have we have that resistance at three thirteen um, forty right here, and uh, I've been buying it. I'm all the way up. So uh, I'm going to jump on over to the live chart for Tesla. And then I'm going to show you the pivots, the the uh, resistance levels on that. I still think that Tesla, believe it or not, is still viable. I know that's uh, not the normal uh, way of looking at it, but I definitely think it is still viable. These are the kind of gives you my my buys here. These are all the buys that I made. Uh, and today it got above this resistance. And wow, it really, really took off. So let's. I'm going to go back to. I'm going to take the uh, some of the commentary off there. There we go. Oh, there we go. And just show you kind of. And let's take off those. Uh, I'm just going to take off these um, comments because they're kind of they're they're kind of annoying. There we go. Okay, these are. I, I comment my my buys and my sells typically. So what happened was we came up. Um, you know the buy point again 207 we came up through that uh, we did you know on 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 Wednesday and Thursday we pulled back we didn't even make it to the 10-day line we pulled back and then we got strengthened today wow it's looking like it's it's gonna move higher and here's the thing this is where the this is this right here is where the resistance is this is the higher high 31380 so if we move we're probably going to be moving up to about there now why do i say that well because that's the that's the that's the higher high we don't really have any resistance we have we have moved past uh we you know we've we've moved we've moved past the intermediate resistance at 237 we've we're, we're well above that um we have the 50-day line almost ready to cross above the 200-day line that's the golden cross and also this is key we have a lot of volume coming in here so there's big institutional investment coming into tesla who knows what's going to happen but i definitely think that we could possibly go 
until we get until we hit about 313. So here's the here's the chart, the weekly chart. And what I want to show you here, and I, I don't know if you can see this, but this is the line of overhead supply. We're almost out of overhead supply, which is really a good thing. Because the people that bought it about 18 months ago, most of those people have been washed out. We've key we've we've moved past this key point here. And that's why I say that we kind of have smooth sailing up to about 313 as far as I can see. Now, would I buy it here? Well, it's going to be tough to buy it here. Uh, I'll tell you that it's going to be it's going to be tough to buy it here. But we might get another pullback. Um, ideally, we would want the pullback to the 21-day line, but I don't think that's going to happen before it hits 313. So if it pulls back to about 228, which I doubt it will, <laughs> so I'm telling all these things that's where we could buy it but really I think that um, you know if we do get a pullback to the 10-day line maybe 248 or 250 we could possibly enter there now I've I'm not entering a new position I'm just adding to an existing position so that's a little bit different than uh, than what other people are that then starting a brand new position in Tesla here are the um, here, here are the pivots for Tesla. I'm going to show you this slide that I that, that I that I put together here. Hopefully, you can see this. The uh, pivot for Tesla. Um, we've we've we're past the pivot for Tesla, which is uh, uh, 260. Okay, because currently we're at 274, uh, and we're up. Actually, I believe in the after hours too. Let me just check if that is true. Yeah, we were up. Uh, well, we were up 22% um, today, so we're at 274. Uh, so we are basically past these two other resistance, and we're past the third level of resistance. So it does look very, very likely that we're going to go higher, and uh, this is going to be this is going to re um, th this is going to re reset itself. I think that if we could get a pullback on Tesla to about 250, which I don't know if it's going to happen that might give us a, another buying buying opportunity. But right now, I've been adding to the position. Of course, I'm in it, so there you go. Let's take a look at my portfolio and the relative strength of everything. That's kind of fun to take a look at. Um, I just discovered how to do this, so hopefully uh, it'll show here. Uh, I'm, I only hold six stocks currently. Tesla, Samsara, IoT, NVIDIA, Palantir, PLTR, that's a uh, that, that's a AI stock, uh, Google, and AMD. Now, the worst performer of the bunch has been AMD. I'm hoping for a bounce on that. I may be cutting that. I cut Boeing today. Uh, but as you can see, the relative strength rating of Tesla, everything I have in the portfolio, with the exception of Google, is above 90 uh, 94 uh, 92 in relative strength so that's very very strong um, if you'll notice the composite rating for Tesla is 99 that's as good as it gets I hold Nvidia as well that's 99 and I also have Palantir that's also 99 these are these are three of the strongest stocks currently in the market that's why my that's why they went up for the, for the most part today whereas the rest of the market didn't uh, let's see this kind of shows you here on today's action of course tesla was up significantly and the interesting thing about tesla it closed at 274.45 the price was up 1391 a share 
and the it was up five percent but what's more critical is that the volume was above average it's 20 percent above average on tesla also notice nvidia was up today uh, but the volume wasn't as strong it was down a little bit so this is this may be uh, work, uh, working into resistance but it was up 2.6 percent all the other stocks that i have were down uh, fortunately not by that much but they were all down so it's really showing that this their strength just in a very few stocks right now and uh, and really the three that i'm really focusing on is tesla nvidia and palantir those are the those are the ones that i'm really focusing on well thank you for holding on there let's take a look at your questions because that's always the best thing to do thanks for tuning in so much um from the gardner family how about space <laughs> okay well i'm hoping that uh I'm, I'm hoping that 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 space can do better but the problem here with space let's take a look at it i haven't traded the stock in about two years i did very well in it uh but it was in the speculative phase of of the it was it was in its effect speculative phase I think that this one likely is going to go bankrupt, so I would be very, very careful. I realize that they have this launch, but you can see it's just all over the place. They're not profitable, and that's the main thing. And let's kind of look at the profitability issues there that they have. Um, I mean, the question is, can they get profitable? Well, you know, two years ago that wasn't as big a concern, but now Tesla dom uh, now SpaceX dominates the space launch march mark. Uh, market and it does look like it's going to run away with it. And see, that's the problem when you have a situation like that. Is um, once somebody gets a lead and it's a big lead, it's very, very difficult to uh, you know. The, it just it just becomes very difficult to 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 get around that. Now they did have um, the problem with with space uh, with with Virgin is even though their sales were up they are not making a profit so i'm not really very, very i don't really very very bullish on this one they're showing a loss and the mark and the stock is in a downward trend if we go to the daily chart is there is there an opportunity here that's the real question um you know should you hold it until the launch well you know what here's my here's my take on that and uh you know i hope you don't run offended by this but here's what i would do i would definitely not hold it uh, I, I would, I would, I would, you know, you know, it's, it's the, the, it's the old saw. It's buy on rumor, sell on news. And unfortunately the launch is going to be news. I would be selling it. Uh, I would, I would be selling it. Uh, don't let it, don't let it move lower. If it's up, that's great. If you're going to make a little money, uh, take the money and run. Um, I'm not so sure that, that SpaceX will be able to, weather the storm I, I i just i i'm i'm not i'm not that optimistic on it i i'm just not that optimistic even if we go out to the weekly chart i think that you know it's going to languish for a while this is just not the kind of chart you want to buy this the weekly chart just is not working i mean yes it has it has come back up to six the fact that it's at six i would be i would be selling it i would be selling it what I, and here's a way you can do it put your stop loss at six and then if it moves up from there, just push that stop loss up. When it pulls back, and this is a market stop loss, you're gonna be you're gonna be sold out at a good price. But I wouldn't hold it through the launch. I just don't think that it's gonna gonna um, gonna do anything there. We did.
talk a little bit about Tesla. So I'm going to come back to, to your question, Sandeep. Uh, but thank you so very much. Let's look at AMD for Lisa uh, and Snowflake. Uh, let's look at AMD first. And I have AMD, and I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do with it. I love the stock, but I'm afraid I would like to have... I'm afraid what I'm probably going to do is, if I can get back to a situation where I'm, I'm closer to... Uh, you know, I, I'm, cl I'm closer to what I paid for. I'm not down that much on it, but I am down on it. Uh, I'm considering that I will probably, uh, I may sell this, hopefully if it moves above this resistance, and buy more NVIDIA because I don't think that that's looking better. Here's the thing. It's in this flag formation, as you can see. Now, this, this will, I think that, you know, on good news, this could really move. Now, uh, we have earnings in 42 days, so definitely uh, time that we're looking at the at the weekly chart here. Um, here's the thing: uh, this is kind of where you know it's going to it's going to Fisher cut, but it's kind of run out of energy. The relative strength is, line is moving down. The question is, what will it do? I think that this could move higher, based on the fact that it's come down to the 21-day exponential moving average. I think it's going to bounce here. If it does, then we're going to get a move. Now there's resistance right here at 130.79. That's where the resistance is. So the move on this, if you wanted to participate, if 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 it does what I think it's going to do, it's going to bounce at this 21-day line and then it's going to move up pretty much unrestricted until it gets to about 130. So this is the potential amount of move that we can get on it. But don't buy it like I did. <laughs> I bought it here. Wrong move. I should have been buying at that. Uh, I should have been buying closer to the 21-day uh, the 21-day moving average. Let's take a look at the 21-day, just to see. Yeah, we're right at the 21-day moving average. Now, if you did want to take a take a um, take a flyer on this one, this would be the place to buy. Set a limit order for 117.86. Uh, that would be where I would try to do it. So if we get it, we may get a touch. We did. We got a touch of the. Um, uh, of line. I suspect that AMD will move higher tomorrow. I think it's going to bounce off that 21-day moving average. All right, let's take a question from TikTok. All right, okay, let's see. Thank you for following me, by the way. Uh, okay, let's see. Okay, I'm trying to navigate this live. Um, hopefully, I'm going to have a stream key here pretty quick. So, uh, okay, and this is a question about Neo. Of course, this is also one of the um, vehicle manufacturers, uh, the electrical vehicle manufacturers. I don't think Neo is doing too well. Let's take a look at the chart. What's happening now in the EV space is that everyone is just starting to kind of line up behind Tesla. Uh, it's a it's an unfair world here, but the um, what what I think is happening. Uh, what, what, what I think it, what I think is happening here is that everybody is starting to line up around Tesla. Um, so this is Neo. Uh, I want to put that out there for everyone. This is this is Neo. This is the chart for Neo. Now here's the thing on this chart. Not a good chart um, because again, downward trend. We're under that 200-day line. We have a relative strength of 10. I mean, you know, it's just not doing well. Um, if we go to the weekly chart. Same problem. We're still in a downward trend. And so I just don't want to buy anything in a downward trend. This is why it's always better to buy something that's moving higher 
It just uh, it just is. So let's kind of let's look at the comparison between Neo and Tesla over the period of time. Now I know very different types of stocks in terms of price, but this is why it many times is better to buy a more expensive stock with fewer shares than a less expensive, not quite as good stock with more shares. And this gives you the relative performance. Let me uh, uh, put that up there for everybody. Uh, let's put up the relative performance of Neo versus um, Neo Neo versus um, Tesla since the first of the year. So this is the this is the performance of both of these stocks. And as you can see, well, if you bought Neo at the beginning of the year, you'd be you'd be you'd be kind of almost even. Maybe maybe even on that, it's it's been moving it's it's been moving ever 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 slower ever lower. But if you bought Tesla, you would be you would almost have doubled. See that? Now I didn't get on in on the true gravy train on Tesla. I didn't really start buying Tesla until it got about here. That was that was where I started buying it. Basically, uh, at and this is the first time I've really bought it heavily since in about two years. Um, so this is where Tesla is. This is where I started buying it, basically in the third week of May. That's kind of where I where I started uh, my my buying. And you can see it's been moving very steadily up. Now the question is, will it continue? This is a little bit too steep an angle, and I do think that you know we're going to get a correction on Tesla. I think though it's going to probably move above 313.90 before that happens. So I'm hopefully I'm right on that. So we'll see. Okay, Rivian. All right, interesting, interesting idea on Rivian. Um, Rivian today, I believe, um, uh, adopted the, uh, the 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 North American charging standard, uh, and the North American charging standard, of course, is the one that is Tesla uses. And uh, let's look at their daily chart, Rivian's uh, daily chart. Let me just uh, pull on over to that. Uh, did I get that? Yeah. All right. So All right. I'm going to go over and get the Rivian chart here. And this is Rivian. Of course, they're an EV maker. Make a very, very nice vehicle. The problem, though, with Rivian is their chart just doesn't look all that great. I mean, it's just been in a downward trend. Now, they have a relative strength of 13. So this is really not not good. This is another this is another example of, you know, when you buy a lesser stock, this you always want to try to get in the leaders if you possibly can. I know that it's better to buy a fewer shares of the leading stock, obviously, than the other one. Now here's the problem with Rivian. They did announce today that they're going to do the North American charging unit. This is basically a life going to be a lifeline to them. Uh, but I am not very bullish on on this because of the look of this chart. If we look at uh, kind of what's happened in terms of their sales, we definitely take a look at that. Um, you know, we do have some we do have some very nice uh, volume in terms you know in terms of the sales they've definitely up, but the problem is they're still losing money. So, you know, it's uh, there's got they've got heavy uh, investment by some of the funds. I think the funds are going to start bailing on this one soon. Their cash flow is negative, and I'm afraid that you know. Really, it's going to be. I think it's going to come down to two stocks 
in the EV space, and this is going to be this is kind of shocking. I think it's going to come down to BYD, which is the uh, Warren Buffett Buffett invested stocks, and Tesla because they're the uh, because everybody else is going to be left in the dirt. Now, interesting thing about BYD is that they're supplying uh, batteries to Tesla, but that's gonna that's gonna end fairly quickly because Tesla is building a facility in Corpus Christi, Texas, to process lithium, and of course they do have their battery uh, manufacturing in uh, Reno, Nevada, near Reno, Nevada. So they may be able to supply all of their uh, all of their battery needs, and uh, that would be interesting, anyways. But uh, so I definitely do see um, Tesla kind of running away with it, and I think it behoove people to sort of try to get on the train. Uh, just my opinion. All right, uh, is Adobe a buy? Well, Adobe is a great stock. It is absolutely a fantastic stock. Let's look at Adobe ADBE. And this is definitely where the market is, is favoring these mega cap stocks. Um, you know, the rest of the market, not so much, but uh, the, on these mega cap stocks, definitely seeing it. Uh, it did pull back today. This is always the danger when you have a stock that's moving like this, but it does look like you know it does look like there's there's some there's some support here. This is why it's so important to buy it as close as you can to the 21-day line. Um, unfortunately, the 21-day line is below the pivot. The pivot is is 450. It did pull back, uh, and it is down 485, uh, but on weaker volume. So the question is, can can you buy it here? You know, I think we may get another day of of lower of, of lower price here, uh, based up based on one based on kind of what I'm seeing. I do think that potentially we could come down to about 470 or 485. So I think it could lose. So here's what I would do: I would try to set a limit order at the 10-day line. The 10-day line currently is 464. So if if you if you you know, I wouldn't buy. I wouldn't buy, do a market buy on Adobe. I would wait. I would put in a limit order, 464. That's the 10-day line. That would be a good place to buy it. Uh, it may not come down that low, but I think that that's where to buy it because we're going to pull back. We're going to test it right here. This is the 10-day right here. We're going to test it, and then we're probably going to continue back up. Anytime a stock has this issue, it comes up and then it, 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 it pulls back and it digests the gain. So you always want to try to buy it on the pullback after a move like this. So that's my, that's, that's my guess. It's a very, very strong stock. I think it's probably going higher. But here's the thing. I wouldn't buy it at the current price. I would wait until it pulls back to the 10-day line. All right. All right. Palantir. This is a, this is a, uh, this is a stock that I've been increasing my position in. This is one of the ones I have. I think it's a very interesting stock. It's a low price stock. Normally, I don't like to buy no low price stocks. This one sort of has been the exception for me. Uh, we've just seen some guidance from some of the big firms that they're that they're you know they're saying that eh, it can go higher. So we shall see. This is not a bad place. I think what's going to happen. It pulled down to the 10-day line today, right there, uh, which is 1564. Um, I think that we're going to get a bounce there. I absolutely think we're going to get a bounce there. So this might be a good one to pick up. Normally, I wouldn't recommend buying this far extended above the 21-day line. I mean, it's pretty extended. This stock is pretty extended. It's, you know, uh, but it's reasonable. The 10-day the, the line is at 1439. 
So we're currently about almost 10% above that 10% line. But that's that said, I think that we could possibly buy it here. And why? Because it's not 20%. So, you know, normally you should buy within 5% of that 10-day line. We're basically at 9%, so we're extended. But I do think that this one is a very strong stock. And I think that it's mess definitely making its move. Here's the thing. Um, there's resistance right here. Oops. There's resistance on uh, on the stock. Oops. Right here at about 16 and about 17. So it needs to move above 17 decisively before it really will be a buy. But you could probably start accumulating this early. I definitely think there's going to be a flag here. Uh, we're starting to... Uh, we're starting to find that it's starting to flag up. So I really like this stock. The last earnings were excellent. I mean, the last sales were up 18%, but the earnings, and this is the key, were up 150%. So I really like this stock. I'm in this stock. And, um, you know, I think that uh, it's just, you got to buy it close to the, if you bought it at the market now, um, you're a little bit extended, but uh, I, still, I still like it a lot. All right, Mr. Joker, let's go to Mr. Joker. Thoughts on SoFi, where do you expect the price to go this week? Wow, that's a good question. You know, this is one of the ones that I wasn't in. This one seems to be coming back. I, I'd left this one for dead, um, you know, but they seem to be coming back. Uh, I don't like the fact that they're in the financials. I think right now with the weak dollar, I mean, not with the weak dollar, with the interest rates the way they are, I don't think this is the place to be in the market. I think tech is the place to be. But, uh, and we did, and you can see we did, we came all the way up last week, just above 10, and then we've pulled back, basically did the pivot, the pivot basically uh, 8.24. We pulled back to the pivot, and then we bounced at the pivot. So if you can take a look at that. Yeah, so we bounced at the pivot. Uh, we're still, you could still buy it here. It's got a strong relative strength, 96. Uh, the question is, do, do I like it in the long term? Uh, let's take a look. Uh, let's let's see if it was, um, you know, it's starting to make a move. Now, here's the what I don't like about it. Sales are up definitely good, but they're they're in a lost position. This is not this is not a place I like to be buying stocks, especially in this market. So I'm a little bit I'm a little bit leery. I do think that we could go back up and test. Um, we could we could come back up and test 10, but I, I, I think that more than likely, more than likely, what I'm seeing here is that we're going we're gonna to come down, and the reason I'm looking at these action, these candles here, I think that we're going to come down to the pivot tomorrow. I think it's going to move lower tomorrow, and I think it's going to move down to about $8.24. That's the pivot. Now, if it falls below $8.24 and close, it's going to go down probably to the 21-day line. So right now, if we look at the volume action, it's red bars after earn. You see, we had this tremendous day back here on Wednesday last week, and then it's just been red bars ever since. So a lot of people are selling. A lot of people are unwinding their positions. I would stay out of it, just my opinion. All right. And... Well, Jose, uh, what do you think of Lumen? Uh, they've partnered with Microsoft and Google. Hmm. Well... Let's look. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I have not been following this one. L U M N Lumen. Uh, and there we go. Lumen Technologies. Um, and I want to show you one that I did sell today on weakness. I was kind of disappointed. 
Uh, but I don't like this stock. I mean, yes, they have partnered, but, you know, this, the, I want to see some more action in the chart. I just don't like buying anything below that 200-day line. It just doesn't look good to me. Three relative strength. I would avoid it. Uh, so, so basically what I would do here is I would avoid... L-U-M Lumen. I would, I would avoid Lumen. Uh, I would just avoid it. I just don't think it's going to work um, as well as some of the other ones. So that's what I would be doing. I would be, I would be, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing anything with Lumen right now. All right. Ah, great question. This is about Apple. Now, what's happening in the market that I'm seeing and, and, and again, this is just what I'm seeing. It's not, don't, it's not, it's not gospel. I'm seeing a lot of, uh, I'm seeing a lot of action in the, the Trillion Dollar Club, okay? Now, for, for, for everyone that doesn't know the Trillion Dollar Club, the, the, the latest stock to move into the Trillion Dollar Club was NVIDIA. It basically is Apple, uh, Microsoft, uh, Google, uh, uh, Alpha, um, Google, uh, Amazon, and now Tesla. Now, the thing is, I mean, Tesla is not in the trillion dollar club yet. It's about three quarters of a trillion, but I believe it's going to be, as a matter of fact, I think in two years it'll be twice the size of Apple. So that's, you're trying to buy the, the biggest, fastest moving stocks. But with Apple, it's it's definitely, I mean, if you, if, if you, if you don't, if, if Apple is too expensive, which I don't think it is, just buy the QQQ because the Apple makes up a huge portion of the QQQ. Apple is acting extremely well. It's just moving right up that 21 day line. You know, just moving right up the 10 day line and touching the this is this is an this is really, really good action. You can see basically what happens is it'll come up and then it'll pull back and then it'll bounce right at that 21 day line. That's why that 21 day exponential is so important. If it could if a stock is moving like this and it can hold the uh it, and it, and it and it can hold the 20 and it can hold the 21 day line boy that's a really good thing so it's it's come up now it's going to pull back here i probably wouldn't buy it until it pulls back a little bit i think we're going to get a pullback in the next few days to about 180 182 but it's a good stock i mean it's at 185 um the volume's down a little bit uh, very, very good stock, but I don't know if you want to buy it. I would wait until it's closer to the 21-day line. Here's where I would buy it. We're, we're pretty close. We're 2% two, two above that 21-day line, but try to do this. See if, see if this will work. Set a limit order at about 182 or 180, about 180. That would be a good place to buy it. We're very close to the 21-day line, so if you want to buy Apple, this is not a bad place to buy it. Uh, because it, it's definitely, uh, you know, it's definitely sticking to that 21-day exponential moving average. All right, let's take a look at some of the people here. See if I can. Uh, new car for long term. This is this is coming from uh, TikTok here. So this is uh, this is this is new car. N U C R. Is it? Is that, did I get that right? Um, Let's look at let's look at Nucor. Let's see if I can get that correct. N U C N 
C-O-R, I think that's it. Maybe that's it. No, I don't know. Ins new core. Let's take a look. Uh, the steel producers were big um, in N-U-C-R is Nucor. Did I get that right? Hmm. Okay, let me see if I can let me let me see if I can uh, get that. N-U-E. I am. Yeah, that's that's the one. <laughs> that's what I wanted. N-U-E. That's new car. You know, there. If if we get you know if we get a lot of um, rebuilding uh, in infrastructure, then new car should do well. But the problem I'm seeing right now is you know we've had all these things build back better and all that stuff and infrastructure spending, but I just think that the 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 U.S. is so broke right now that I mean we we can talk about infrastructure spending, but I just don't see it. I just don't see it happening. I think the biggest infrastructure story, basically, of today was that Rivian joined GM and Ford in that they're going to be in the supercharging network. I think that the next really, really big, uh, powerful move in infrastructure is going to be um, uh, increasing the number of, of uh, superchargers. That's going to happen with uh, Tesla. Tesla is going to own the vehicle charging market. It, it definitely looks like it. And it's very interesting because instead of being a regional player like electric companies are, you know, if you're if you're in Baltimore, you get a Baltimore's um, electric and gas. If you're down here, you know, it's like uh, it, it's like uh, a TXU. Uh, but they're all regional. But with the supercharging network, it's going to be nationwide. And so that's what I'm seeing. That's the biggest. That's the biggest um, thing that I'm seeing in terms of infrastructure. Now, would I buy this one? Well, I'm not as excited about this one. It's it's bounced here, but and it's getting some support at the 10-day line. Would I do this long term? I probably wouldn't. And the reason I I wouldn't is because you can see this is the 50-day line. It's come right down to the 200-day line. Looks like it's going to move below it. If it does, that is the death cross, and it's going to be disinvested. So I would not be uh, looking at Nucor long term. I just wouldn't. So that's not where the that's not where the flows are in the market. All right, love. This is the airline. The airlines have been doing very well as of late. This is of course uh, Southwest LUV, and of course it's the biggest domestic carrier in the United States. Um, but you know, again, I'm just not I'm just not too excited about it. It came above the 200-day line. I know that people are good at buying the bottoms here, but I just don't see. I don't know. I, I, I see a lot of weakness in the market for travel. Now, I know I know you're not supposed to say that, um, but this this weekly chart just doesn't look good. I mean, maybe it's going to reverse higher. It's got earnings in 37 days, but I would avoid it. Why? And let me just kind of show you why I would avoid this one. It's on the fundamentals. It sales are up definitely good, but they're still losing money. So I don't like, you know, in this kind of environment, I don't want a money losing company if I can avoid it. There are some exceptions. I mean, if it's really, really a hot technology like, like Palantir, but most of the, most of the time I want to see them making money, especially with a mature company like this. I would avoid this one. I just would. All right, Sarah, look at, look at Snowflake. This is one of the most heavily invested um, 
uh, companies by funds. This has a lot of funds in it. So, I mean, they must know something that, that uh, and it does start, it is starting to see a lot of, uh, of good action here. Um, the relative strength is 88, but this is a key right here. So we're seeing that 50-day line move above that 200-day line. That's showing some strength. We're relatively close to the to the uh, the 21-day line. If you wanted to get in this one, this would be probably where you should do it. We're within 5% of the 21-day line at 137, 130. Sorry, 173.78. So you could definitely buy it here with a limit order. What I would do is I would set the limit order right at the 21-day line at 173.78. So uh, if you wanted to buy this one, uh, you know, set limit order at uh, the 21-day line, which is uh, 173.78. So that's kind of where I would be looking to get into to 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 Snowflake. Now let's look at it relative to everything else. Uh, it does look like it's doing fairly well, and and there is a lot of I know for a fact there's a lot of institutional investment in here. This came way down; it lost basically 80% of its value. It's starting to make its move up. I don't know if it's going to get all the way back up here to 400, but if it moves above this pivot here, which is uh, 205 it doesn't have a lot of resistance going higher than that. So it's definitely coming up off this base. Um, you know, really what you want to do is wait, uh, probably make a, make a buy at uh, 173, and then if it moves above 205, then add to that. But uh, looking pretty good. I mean, I'm currently not in this one um, because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just not in this one. I think that right now, you know, it's seen a little bit of it's seen a little bit of difficulty uh, in the past. All right, let's see. Um, how will how will the how will stock left dividend days? Oh, good question. Here's here's this is interesting. When you have a dividend, um, when you when you have a dividend, typically the stock will fall, and the reason is is because it's a sort of this. This is one of the reasons why if you're not up typically 10% coming into the earnings of a stock. You should really consider selling it, take your profits, wait for the wait for the earnings report, and then buy it back. Why? Because coming through earnings can be difficult. You can you can you can get tremendous pulldowns, even with good numbers. It's very, very hard to predict. Also with dividends you can get that, but it's less it's it's less volatile around dividends uh, than it is around um, than, than it is around earnings. All right, let's look at Monday.com. This is another great stock, Sarah. Um, really good ones. Uh, I'm not in this one, but I've heard a lot of good things about this one. And I think it's uh, starting to make a nice move. It was way off the bottom, and it's right in the buy zone. So I think that's that's super. I think you're looking at the right, I think you're looking at the right area. Buy point in this 179, uh, 171.89. We're in, right in the buy zone now. The question is, is, is the, what you're trying to do is buy it as close to that 21-day line as possible. If you want to pick up some of this, I would put in a limit order at one at 169.81, about 170 is where I would do it. And that is the 21-day exponential moving average. If we look at the weekly action on Monday, pretty good. Um, we had very nice sales increase, 50%. 
and it just started to become profitable. Wasn't profitable at the beginning of the year it is now. Their um, their profits were up. They're starting to make money, um, even though their cash flow says negative. Uh, they've just turned positive in terms of their in terms of their cash flow based on this. So um, we're going to see this drop away uh, because uh, they did become finally profitable. Incredibly high um, price to earnings ratio, though. So definitely a startup company. I think, though, you know, in this kind of market, I think there's probably better places to be. I would, I, I might do a small position in this one, but I wouldn't go, I, I wouldn't go all in. I wouldn't go all in on this one. PH. Let's look at that. PH. All right, Parker Hanover. This is an industrial stock. This is good stock. Uh, another, another really good stock. This is right in the buy zone. So this is looking pretty darn good. I mean, if you want to get in, you know, if you need to round out your portfolio, this is this is checking the boxes. 90% relative strength. We're above that uh, uh, 364.57 buy point. We're very close to the 10-day line. Let's see how far away from the 21-day line we are. Yeah, we're, we're, we're about 6%, so this is definitely viable here. Definitely viable. This is a good stock, and uh, it definitely looks like it's going very, very well. Also, it's in the uh, it's in a group that's doing well. Let's look at the group just quickly here. Hopefully, we can bring that group up. Well, it's not doing it for me. Okay, but looking very, very good. I, I definitely think you could. I definitely think you could do a thumbs up on this one. I think this is a buy. We're pretty close to the we're pretty close to the 21-day line, so that's not a bad place to buy it. Okay. All right, we're coming almost to the end. Thank you, everybody, for taking a look at the show. By the way, if you could, um, I sent out an email uh, last night about Tesla. And I think I think Tesla moves pretty well. I'm going to be doing probably some more emails, but you got to be on the Action Trade Alerts list. It's really easy to do. It's free. All you have to do is jump on over to www.dallastradingfloor. Or if you're watching on TikTok, Super easy. Just go to my profile, click on the link that says Beacons, and you can put in all your information there, and it's free. And you can and you can cancel anytime, so it's not it's not a big deal. Okay, probably this is going to be the last few here. Uh, da, da, da. pins. All right, Pinterest. This is interesting. Thank you, Chris. Um, pins. Let's look at pins. All right, P I N S. Pins. Yeah, that's Pinterest. Oh, unfortunately, I would not recommend this one. And I'll tell you right off the bat why I wouldn't do it. Uh, we have a situation where we have a declining strength in the stock. Take a look at the 50-day uh, the line. It's crossed below that 200-day line. That's showing weakness. Actually, this is probably going to go lower, my guess. Maybe it'll hang on here, but I definitely think that we've got some resistance. So with a 59 relative strength, I would say no. Uh, I would say no to pins right now. I just would say no to pins, and it's because it is the the strength of it is weakening right now. So no to pins. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be in it at this level. Just wouldn't be. All right. And Charles looking at S W S H W. The sure. I don't know what this is. Ah, Sherwin-Williams. Okay, yeah, that was right. I, you know, I've, I've traded this one before. It's a good stock. 
It's a very, it's a, it's a, it's a slow and sure wins the race. Yes, definitely. And if you want to get in buy industrial stocks, this is really, really good. Notice how it's getting stronger. We have the 21, we have the 50-day the, uh, move above the 21-day line. Still a little bit weak in terms of the relative strength against the rest of the market, 73%, but it's improving. So that's very, very good. Uh, I want to look kind of, because this is an older stock, an NYSE stock, I want to look at it just to make sure we've got, we kind of, you know, do the smell test on it. And that basically is, uh, with, with, with the smell test, what we want to take a look at, yes, they've got increasing sales, love that. But what more important is increasing profits, up 27%. That's really, really good. The P-E ratio is in line. 24 is the average P-E, typically, uh, in the market. Uh, so the four P-E is 28. So the market is valuing this quite uh, with a rich valuation. That's interesting. So I guess they see growth ahead. Look at that cash flow. Very nice cash flow. Uh, it's a pretty expensive stock, 248, pretty expensive stock, but uh, it definitely looks like it's making a move. And, you know, I don't know if I would have a lot in this one. Um, according to the earnings estimates that we've got on this one, it's going to be flat this year. They're expecting a 14% increase next year. So here's the thing I would say with Sherwin-Williams. Yes, I think it's a good stock. Would I buy it? Probably not. I mean, I definitely think if you were holding a diversified portfolio, it would be excellent. But I am, right now, I'm trying for growth, so I'm trying to go with the ones that I see that are the most, uh, um, that, that, are the, that are the strongest. Hey, thank you, Jorge, for this one. Let's look at Builders First Source, BLDR. Uh, this is actually a company here in Dallas. I was looking at some of their job recs yesterday. Uh, BLDR, they seem to be doing real well uh, as well. And just look at this chart. It is a nice chart. Um, it, also, you know what? Interestingly enough, we've got some really good action in the home builders, and I can't figure that out, but I definitely think this builder's first choice. This is the kind of stock you want to buy. Why? Because, well, it's not really in a great viable place, but it's close to the 21-day line, so we have a secondary buy point here. Not a primary. The primary buy point was 96.91. That happened back at the beginning of May. That's where that was, and then it gapped up, and then now it's looking to move above this. But uh, not a bad one. Let's see how close to the 21-day line is. With this one, you want to buy it as close to the 21-day line as possible. The 21-day line on uh, on builders for sources is about 120, 119.88 or so. So I wouldn't buy it at the market price here. I would try to wait. And see if you can get it at a limit price. The limit price I would put on it would be about 120. So, if I if we're going to pick up this myself, I would say, you know, um, buy at the limit of 120. And the reason why is because it's going to pull back uh, to that to that line, and um, so that's probably where you want to buy it is right about here at about 120. What's going to happen is we've, we've, we have some really nice action here. It's got to digest this. It's pulled back to 112 and then it's moved and then it's, it's, it's bounced once, twice, and I believe uh, it may have bounced three times. But I don't think you want to, I, I think it's probably going to pull back one more time, hopefully, and that may be close to the 21 day line or we might have to raise it up to the 10-day line to get any any fill about 121, 122. But I definitely think this is a good stock. And uh, 
definitely the kind of thing you want to be looking to buy. 98 relative strength, so this is in the top 2%, so really good stock. And, uh, yeah, all right. Well, everybody, thank you so much. I think I'm just about, ah, look at this gambling stock. Uh, just, uh, yeah, this is from Charles. Um, RRC. RRC. Uh, range resources. Okay, well, this is in the oil sector. Unfortunately, the price of oil has been down. I, I, I was very, um, I was very strong in the, um, in the oil stocks, you know, in the beginning of the year, and they were really strong. But uh, what happened was uh, the demand, because of the because the interest rates went up, the demand for oil in general went down. The Saudis tried to boost the price of oil by cutting production. Didn't work. The price of crude is lower than it should be, uh, I think. Uh, so right now I'm out of the oil patch. I'm always looking at the oil patch. I, I, I like trading oil stocks, but right now I just don't think... The overall condition is the right, so I would be, I probably would not be a buyer here of range resources. It's a good company. It's just, the, it's just the price of oil that they can't control. That's the thing. They don't have enough control on that. So that is the way it works. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for taking a look at the show. Um, if you haven't already, uh, you know, if, if, you, if you aren't already a member of the... Um, uh, if you aren't, if you aren't, if you aren't already a member of the Dallas Trading Floor, please do this one thing. I, I is please smash the like button. It really helps us a lot. So smash that like button, and also go to the uh, either um, go to our website and sign up for a free uh, action trade alerts. Super duper easy to do. All you have to do is go to www.dallastradingfloor. So all you gotta do is go to www.dallas training floor, or if you're watching on TikTok, just go to the my bio, hit that link. It says beacons, and you'll be able to sign up easily on that. So until tomorrow at five, everybody, happy trading, and uh, remember to smash that like button. So so smash the like button. I'll see you back here uh, tomorrow at uh, five o'clock, everybody. Thanks so much and happy trading uh, and I will be back at five tomorrow.